Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message. Executive dressing and personality management. You want people to say the right things behind your back. Not to see you as a mistake or an imposition or someone they want to quickly get rid of. If you are a leader and as soon as you, you step in, people look, instead of looking directly into your eyes, they look at it, others' faces. Then you have a problem. There's something about you, about your presence, that is repulsive. That is not commanding the authority that you should have. That is not saying the right thing to them. First impression is like, oh, here we go again. Look at him, shabbily dressed. Look at his hair, unkempt. Look at that view. Oh, gosh. You, you are, your team will be in a hurry for you to exit the space. And so for us, uh, the slide is there. You know, uh, We are going to go through the slide, but we are not going to stay focused on the slide. It's there for you to get. Um, you want to step into the space and engage people instantly. And it's a whole package. It's about your physical look, your hair, your skin, your nails, your shoe, your bag, your belt. People look at the very minor details that you, we take for granted. That odd gray hair sticking out of line. You, know, you must pay attention. If, if you are the focus, you must also focus on your personality because it's an investment in your career. And that could be the determining factor between you going up or staying behind. You know? So every minor, tiny detail is very important. So you look at yourself first in the mirror. Take a good look at yourself because you, what, whatever you are wearing makes a statement about you. And be happy with yourself first. Okay? Don't try to dress up to meet other people's expectations. Be happy with what you are. Be comfortable and happy with how you look. And in most corporate environments, they have dress codes. So how fitting is that for you? If uh, there are sizes in the clothes, 12, 14, 15, 16, 20, 18, get the right fit for your shape. Don't just say that, oh, I'm forcing to be, because I don't want people to think I'm fat. Even though you're a size 14, you want to force yourself into a size 12 and tell everyone that, oh, we are all size 12. Mm-mm. You will see you'll be restricted and you cannot even move your arm or sit properly or stand properly. You don't want to do that. The first essential uh, in business dress for both men and women is a good fit. And it must fit your body shape. If your suit fits perfectly, it looks expensive. Let's take a look at uh, uh, Reverend Albert Okran. Please come. Come. <laughs> see. Perfect gentleman. When I came, I spotted him. I said, yes, comfort is doing, doing a good work. You know, perfectly attired. In gray, first button, you never close the second one. Never, never. The last one, never. Yes. Is there a price for it? Yeah, there's a price for it. 
Can he have his price? <laughs> no. He's perfectly attired. Gray suit. Match. Everything to match. Nice shoes. Wedding ring. The wristwatch. Can I see your belt? I hope you're not wearing a brown belt. <laughs> you know. And, uh, you know, it's made to fit. It's not bigger than him. It's not smaller than him. And he can move freely. And he takes, you know how he walks, like a perfect gentleman, confidently walking to wherever he's going. (laughs) And nicely shaved, you know, no razor bumps. No, nice, clean, sharp. And so when he comes with his briefcase and he wants to talk a $100 million business, you will listen. You pay attention. <laughs> but let's say, Joseph, come. No, don't go. Wait. Joseph is my PA. And uh, uh, I always use him as an example. Joseph is the other executive. And they are both chasing after the same business. Who would you listen to? No, who makes the best impression on you? That one. You will see the person first before you listen. And you will listen better if the person gives you the right impression. He could come with all the apple that will help your business. But you are not sure, the way this guy is dressed, you are not sure of the content. But you always listen to him. And you know I can always work with someone who pays attention to his looks. You understand? I asked him to dress like this. It's not demeaning. But I asked him to dress like this for today's. Thank you very much. And the, um, that's hand cream. And then the other four guys, you have the two ladies and the two gentlemen. You also have the hand cream. You can give it to them, Joseph. And so that's what I'm saying. You have to dress to fit the occasion. If your institution or company or organization has a dress code, follow that dress code. But make your personality shine through the dress code by accessorizing correctly the right shoes, the right bag, the right pen. Don't do anything flashy. You know, something that is acceptable, it's not too harsh on the eyes of your colleagues. Things that will make them say, ah, oh, we are happy to always have you here. Wear the right perfume that is not... Uh, offensive. You know, some are too strong that as soon as you enter, people begin to sneeze. And we begin, we, sometimes we blend and blend all kinds of perfumes to make, formulate our own scent. It very, becomes very offensive. And so you want to be as mild as you ca- can, especially in this climate. The heat does not allow us to wear strong perfume. Just get something mild in the day. You can wear the strong perfumes at night when the whether the temperature is low. Okay, and your, 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 as much as you can, your deodorants should not be scented. If you are wearing perfume, don't wear scented deodorants. It will clash with the scent. The two scents will clash unless you are layering. When the same perfume brand is the same deodorant brand, the same lotion brand, then you are fine. But if you are mismatching, then you could have a problem. Okay, so... Plan your wardrobe. Have one side of your wardrobe to contain your business 
Atar. And the rest can, you know, have the rest of your items. So that you want, you are, you are a business person, you are an executive. You want to get up and go. But you want to clearly plan the week that I'm wearing this on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And have the shoes and the bags, everything planned. So that when you get up, that does not give you stress. Sometimes you have to take care of your children, manage breakfast, and then come and look for what to wear. Or you, when you are tired in the evening, you are going to sleep. Now you are thinking of, okay, I have to arrange something. I have to find something. And you may have forgotten that you have some very serious meeting in the morning. And you may have, you could dress down. And what impression would you be leaving on the minds of the people you are going to meet with? So plan your wardrobe and have everything. Must have nurses. You must have all these women. Must, you must always have a dress, that beautiful black dress that is pick me and go in your wardrobe. Different types of blouses that can match your skirts and your uh, trousers if you decide to wear suits. Uh, jackets, belts, jewelry, accessories. Uh, but jewelry must be very subtle for work. You Not all the fingers, all the bracelets are dangling and singing back and forth. Uh, the chain double or thick. It's not necessary. You know, you are not on exhibition. You are just wearing something to enhance your look. To make you pleasant, to, to, to leave a memory, you know, an impression on people positively. Not like, ah, look at that woman, she's wearing too many jewels. You don't want to do anything, so less is more. Be simple, Be, do everything in moderation. And color is also key. You don't want to wear yellow suits, jacket, or dress. You know, you don't want to wear colorful things to wear. work. F-tones. Navy blue, gray, beige, black. They are great considerations for your wardrobe. And uh, have variety of shirts, blouses to accessorize or complement your things. Black is powerful. It, you know, black suit or black dress connotes power and uh, formality. Gray, formal, conservative, and sophisticated, like uh, Reverend Albert. He's, he's nicely dressed. Very conservative. We know that about him. And we know he's also very sophisticated. Uh, navy blue, trust, loyalty, wisdom, confidence. Beige, dependable, conservative, flexible. And so if you are top-level executive, you don't wear beige because of the flexibility. Mm? Middle-level, lower-level. Then, you know, it means that you are approachable, you are flexible. You can even wear it without a tie and you still flow. But you can't do that when you are top level. So don't wear beige jackets or suits if you are the top level because it, it says that you are very flexible and people may not take you, you know, yes. But for women, dress to match your age. If you are 40 and 50 or 60 and you want to dress like a small girl, <laughs> always be mindful of what people are thinking about you or saying about you behind your back. So dress to meet, uh, dress for your age. Don't show cleavage. These days, everything has been sexually commercialized. Have the brass to push you, push you up and show the cleavage. And in the work environment, what are you asking for? We complain about harassment. And then we dress to be harassed. <laughs> so what's the whole point? If I have a big belly, do I have to wear that lycra to exhibit the belly? 
to show that, yes, I'm also fitted in Lycra. It's not, it's not right. So dress, you know, to, to fit your shape, your body, your age, and elegantly as a lady and as a gentleman. Don't wear those skimpy hanging, you know. It's also a suit, a suit, but it is hanging. It's not correct. It's not appropriate for that executive look. Okay, fit is always important. If you, 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 you are, maybe you, someone gave you a jacket in the office and you, even though you're a size 12, you know that you are 11 and a half. Always have it fitted to the size 11 and a half. Don't just say, okay, it's okay, I can just manage it because you wouldn't look, you know, perfect in it. You want it nicely fitted, then it looks expensive, then it's, you know, it makes a, sentence, a statement. So, Never have a, a neckline that is too high to that you look like you are choking for ladies or too low to show cleavage. Ideally, a V-neck is, is the best thing to wear for the office space. So, back should be reasonably sized. We know because of these stilettos, we have to carry big bags because at the point... It becomes unbearable. So you need to take them off and you have to put them in your bag and have your slipper on. Why should we punish ourselves? So if you know that you don't have to go through that, you don't need to carry a big bag. Because once the bag is big, you are forced to fill it in, fill it with other items that you don't need. And you are harming, you are, you are, you know, the bag will be weighing down one side of your arm always. And we tend to hang our bags on one side mostly until that side becomes used so used to the weight, you forget that you have to change to balance the weight. And so eventually, 10, 15 years, you'll be working like that. And you will never attribute it to the bag and the, uh, the heavy load that you carry, shoes and bag, uh, uh, pens, wallet, books, everything, makeup bag, everything is in that big bag. Ideally, have the big bag all right. Have all your stuff, but carry a smaller bag that you can have your essentials in. And that one, in the office, the rounds you have to make, you can always carry this small purse around. And then in the evening when you are going, you can carry your hand luggage with you. <laughs> Moderation should be your watchword. Your dresses should be tight enough to show you are a woman and loose enough to show you are a lady, according to Edith Head. So for men, it's about the artifacts. You want to look sharp. We want to see your pen with the gold tip or the silver tip. Even it can be coated. It's okay. But it's how you wear it. That is the compliment. Okay? So electronics shouldn't be flashy. Your belts should match your shoes. You know, what I hate to see is a brown belt and a black shoe. And I look at it and say, oh, this guy. <laughs> you know, be conscious of that. Always match. If you have one brown shoe, one, you know, one brown shoe and one black shoe, one brown belt and one black belt. You are fine. You can wear that for the next two years and before you change. So it's okay to invest in, you know, the colors to match, okay? Your socks. That one there, you should have a dozen. You should invest in a dozen at a time, okay? Because you cannot wash them and use them the next morning. So you have to wear fresh cotton socks every morning. And if you have an event in the evening, change the day one 
carry an extra socks because you would have sweated throughout the day. And your shoe would have absorbed some of the sweat. And if you are not careful to air the shoes and change your socks, you, you are creating a very nice environment for um, microorganisms to grow and thereby leading to athlete foot. As soon as you get home and your dog is around, you take off your shoes, they take your shoes. Because <laughs> it smells like Willie. <laughs> you know, you don't want that to happen. Invest, invest in uh, uh, shoe deodorizers. You can spray the shoe and take them out to dry. And every day, change the shoes every day. So if you have two pairs, you wear this today, tomorrow you wear that. You know, people, believe me, people watch you and say, oh, this man, he only has one pair of shoes. But if you change today and change, he says, ah, you know, people, people notice. You think they don't, but they notice, especially those who are looking up to you. Those who you are mentoring, those who think that, oh, they must dress like the boss. And if you are the same thing, the same thing every day, so whatever you say is, is, will be the same. They will show the same attitude because of how you are presenting yourself. So no short sleeve shirts and ties. When you go, you can wear the short sleeve if it's casual, something. But don't wear tie. And then it's a no no according to the people who designed this. In if you must wear the short sleeve for a reason. If you are wearing a jacket over it and you are not taking it off, then fine. But if you are not and you are just casually dressed, if you have to wear a tie, wear long sleeves, please. And show a quarter of your sleeve under your suit, your suit coat. Bottom jacket always undone. Like I showed you with Rev. Albert. The shirt should be lighter than the suit. Tie darker than the shirt. Ties matter. So wear normal tie. Don't wear the cartoon tie. You know, those ties with all kinds of motifs and all kinds of drawings and all kinds of things. Just make sure that they are simple. The lights are simple. And uh, they are not too loud to become the focus of your dressing. Okay. Be trendy, but be sensible about it. Don't follow, you know, where you do that is when the guys' guys are meeting and they are in the nightclub or they are hanging out somewhere that is casual. You can display all the trendy ties you have. But in the office environment, you will never know who will be knocking on your door. So you have to look executive. Well, personal, we only focus on the attire. And we forget about our skin. Simple cleansing, moisturizing, protecting, and maintaining your skin would give you that healthy glow and speak volumes about you as a person. So always use gentle cleansers, water-soluble cleansers. FC has, we have them in all kinds of uh, uh, types for the various skin groups. And then uh, use soap. If you know you'll be using a toner or an astringent. Soap is too alkaline for our skin. Some, most often it leaves our skin very slightly wrinkled. So I don't recommend using bar soaps for the face. For the body is fine. But for the face, no. Cleansers are better. But if you must use soap, it must be a corrective soap. Like an acne soap or exfoliating soap or whatever. But when you are giving that, then you must add a toner or an astringent 
to remove the sediments on the skin. The toner and the astringent will help to balance the skin, take it back to the pH that will take away or prevent microorganisms from growing on the skin. Okay? Protect your skin. You moisturize your skin. The skin, after cleansing, washing and cleansing, you must replenish what you have taken out of it by degreasing it with the soup or the cleanser. So invest in a good moisturizer, cocoa butter, skin food, FC skin food, um, share butter or whatever that is good for your skin type. You need to moisturize your skin always and protect your skin as well. We, we uh, assume that because we are black people in this climate, we don't need protection you know, against the UV. The UV penetrates the surface and goes deeper into the, the, mis, the lay, deep inner layer, and that is where it, it attacks our collagen and elastin fibers. And the collagen and elastin fibers determine how aged we look in no time. So if you want to age prematurely, then allow the sun to be burning your skin like that. The UVA will age you. The UVB will burn you. And so you need some physical block so you can filter the volume or quantity of rays you allow into your skin. Okay, so using sun protection is key with the strength of 30 and 50. Most of the creams you buy from outside has the strength of, uh, they have the strength of uh, 15, 15 or 20. It's too low for our climate. That SPF, that is sun protection factor, 15 or 20, is ideal for temperate regions, but not for here. This area, you need 30 or 50. And then we see makeup as something that is a taboo. Most of us, they say, me, I don't wear makeup. We are proud of our natural skin. But see, makeup also helps to protect. It's a second layer of protection. If the color or the shade or the tone is right, it gives you protection. The rays must go through your makeup and then the sun protection before it hits your skin. So it gives you some level of protection. Maintain your skin once or twice a week by using a gentle scrub. So once a week, even though you are washing your face every day, you will still be leaving small amounts of sediments. Their skin layer will be there and grease would not all go. So you need to maintain it like a mini facial at home. Just give yourself a, 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 a two-minute scrub or mask and rinse it off. And you see how fresh and unblocked the pores will be. And all the glands, the sweat glands, uh, 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 oil glands, I don't want to be technical, oil glands would perform properly. Once the skin is breathing well and the pores are clear, you will see that all the conditions of blackheads and you know, pigmentation problems, everything will be, all the blemishes will be off because you are encouraging proper cell turnover by maintaining weekly. Okay. Makeup is to protect, we said that, and then to camouflage flaws or blemishes. So if you have that occasional uh, black spot, you can use makeup to camouflage or to conceal it. And then it's a technique that your, your beauty therapist should guide you through. And then uh, it also enhances the features of your face. It camouflages the uh, imperfections and then enhances the perfect features that you have. And so if you have 
large eyes and you, that is your focal point and that is what you want to, people to see. There's a way that you wear your eyeshadow and your pencil subtly to make it look beautiful and bright. If you have very tiny eyes, there's a way to wear your pencil and your eyeshadow to make your eyes look big. And your lips can be minimized or, you know, be increased. So the, these are techniques that you, you, you are taught when you purchase your makeup. And first and foremost, you must get the right shade and the right tone. Usually we only go for, oh, it's not my color, it's not my color. It's not just about the color. It's also about the tone. It's, do you have a red tone, a yellow tone, or an olive tone? That's what you must check first. The color may look similar to what you've been using previously from another brand, but the tone may be red, and maybe your tone is yellow. If you, you stretch your skin, you will see if you are yellow or red. You will see much whatever shade on the inside of your arm to see if it matches, if you, it is too reddish or too yellowish on you. But avoid beige. The beige tones are for white people. So if you have any color, the darkest color, and it has beige tone, it's not for you. So don't focus on the color. Focus on the tone. Okay? For hair care, weekly visit to the salon for a good shampoo and deep conditioning is key for maintaining healthy hair. We are now, you know, championing natural hair. Because for the longest time, we have abused our, our hair and our bodies with chemicals that are, are injuring us today. They are making a rendering us infertile. They are giving us fibroids. They are giving us all kinds of uh, lifestyle diseases that were, not, or that were absent in the years gone. Because whatever we apply or whatever process we allow our hair to go through, the chemicals seep into our bloodstream. And they, we cannot process them. And so they have to be stored somewhere. So they find the weakest organ and then attach themselves to it. And over time, before you know, a tumor or some growth is developing. So do we want to continue with this? No. You see that men don't have all, all these diseases that women have. It's because of simple cosmetic reasons. And so the creams we use, the strength, the um, active ingredients, the chemical processing, even the food that are chemically processed, they are not good for us. Let's try to do fresh things. We are promoting natural hair. And natural hair without extensions, because they are equally as bad as you know, the chemically processed hair. Extensions, why do we wear extensions? So we, we look like the white lady or what? Why do we wear, ladies, why do we wear the extensions? It's easier to manage. No, but you see, there are new ways of managing natural hair now. And people are actually very proud. Aren't you proud for wearing your natural hair? My daughter got married two weeks ago, so I had to wear an extension for that occasion. And so after that, after well, I'll go back to my natural hair, you know. So let's, let's, let's not just copy blindly. As executives, we must also learn about these things, and then we can wear them proudly and confidently. And then the people looking up to you will say, ah, my boss wears natural hair. And she will ah, madam, why do you wear natural hair? Then you would teach her. Then she okay, so I'll grow my perm out. And so gradually we'll be correcting the wrong. We are just making uh, companies very rich and then buying the disease, paying for it. 
men have gone from the bushy hair, afro hair, to bald head. Because the women say they look more powerful. <laughs> or feel more powerful <laughs> when bald. You know, but there's also something there. Um, yes, men sometimes are lazy. Some of them are lazy. So they would rather just go and shave it instead of keeping it nicely shaped and trimmed. And or sometimes because of the gray hair, you don't want trouble. You don't want to be dying, which is also not good. So you just shave it all off. But gray too has some distinguished, you know, look to it. So just find what works with you. But if you must shave, make sure that you shave in the direction of hair growth. If you shave against the direction of the hair growth, the hair will coil back, pick gems from the surface of the skin, and then you develop razor bumps. It coils because of the type of hair we have. It's curly, it goes back into the skin, and then you have razor bumps. Or you pick warts from the surface of the hair, and you see all these things, funny things growing because... God did not design us black people in this climate to go that bold. We scrape the skin when we do that. Go short by all means, but don't take everything off against. Flow with it. Once you are flowing with the direction of hair growth, you are like sharpening the edge. So the hair has this fine tip to pierce the skin and come out. And so no razor bumps. Okay. We introduce the gems. The gems are on the surface of the skin. We introduce them into the skin. And once you shave, use aftershaves, aftershave lotions, or some lemon in water, diluted uh, lemon water, to wash off. At least you are sanitizing the area. Or you can use uh, the shaving gels and foams, for that matter. And always invest in some... AHA creams and acid cream that will help to descale the surface of the skin, soften the skin for easy penetration or for the uh, uh, easy penetration of the active ingredients and to allow the skin to be moisturized enough for hair to grow through. Okay. Nail care is very important for our looks. Take a look at your nails. Are they chipped? Is your nail polish color looking something? Once you hold the mic and you are doing all this, your girls and boys are looking, oh, why? The red and the black, all this and this. People will be making comments <laughs> instead of listening to you. So if you don't want trouble, fortunately, uh, now we have the natural gel polish that ladies can use. They are chip-free and they, they last longer than the regular nail polish. So yeah, it's a bit expensive, but it's the best for us. And uh, as executives, let's not wear bright red and black and all those colors. Let's wear natural colors that at least you can keep for a month before you go for a refill. Okay? And gentlemen, ladies love nicely manicured hands. Am I lying? Ah! We'll take a look at your... Ah! We like them nicely manicured eh? and shiny. Same with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Same with your feet. So please go for pedicures. Your wife or sister or mother or girlfriend can always give you that pedicure. It's not difficult. Okay? Nicely done. Buff it and it shines. So invest in that because otherwise you will pay us so much money 
to get rid of the callus that will build on, the, uh, on your heels. We've said a lot about perfumes already and layering. So, hmm, bills. Because we are mostly in suits, what happens? The heat, the sweat, the everything. And the lining is not cotton, not always cotton, you know. And so we just store the scent, scent to know. When it, <laughs> and your boss comes and says, hello, <laughs> you take a step back. Or he says, hello, and you take a step back. Or the lady comes and says, it's your, drop, you drop your pen, she wants to take it. <sighs> scent everywhere. It is it's something that we take for granted. Unfortunately, we cannot smell ourselves. And excuse my friend, when you go to the loo after a few seconds, you don't even smell yourself. You know? So, and it's difficult, it's such a sensitive topic that the person must love you completely to call you aside and say, hmm, there's something funny going on. And instead of being thankful, we take offense and uh, defend why we are smelling, you know. So we should take note of that. Invest in very good antiperspirant because, you know, the sweat glands are funny. We have the one that just gives us sweat to cool down our temperature and the other one that produces the sweat to moisturize our hair and the surface of the skin. Unfortunately, the one that moisturizes is thicker than the one that cools the temperature. And so because it's thick, it doesn't evaporate quickly. And so, and because it's hair too, you... You find that gland around the groin, the armpit, the scalp, the hair growing areas. And because they are, they, they, you are always like that, like this, and the hair is always covered, with, especially if you have artificial or extensions and whatever, you, that's why it smells. It will smell. It's just like piling dead cells, oil, sweat, everything. And so you need to wash, shower at least twice a day. If you don't want to use or you're allergic to uh, antiperspirants and deodorants, use lime or lemon, dilute lime as a final rinse. It will take care of everything from hair and feet down there and everywhere that is hairy. Okay? Antiperspirants are good because it helps to reduce or shrink the size of the pore and also the size of the gland that produces the oil, the sweat. And then minimizing the flow of sweat. Because most times when you are stressed or you are anxious, it just pours. And it pours and it's pouring and your suit is absorbing it. And then you are not in an air condition. Sometimes you even sweat in the air conditioner. And you step out in the heat, you sit in the car, (sighs) trouble. And then you have all the clash of the smell of the body, you know, the perfume, the deodorant and everything, and it's, it's just too offensive. And it takes everything away from you. So let's pay attention to that. Wear cotton sauce. Air your shoes. We said that leather shoes and all that. Invest in shoe deodorants. We said that. Yeah. Hmm, ladies, we said a bit about the shoes already. Your shoes must be comfortable. Yeah? Executive, this madam is wearing the perfect, she's dressed, madam, can we see you? Her jacket, her shoes, her skitting heels, 
a kitten heels are perfect. You know, you can walk comfortably. You can flow comfortably. You are not afraid of anyone checking out your bust. You are not, you know, you, 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 it's not part. Your hair is nicely, you know, done. Perfect. Her makeup is correct. So she's not on exhibition. This is a serious businesswoman who wants to have job, the job done. And so you don't have to overdo things. You don't have to follow the crowd. You don't have to, excuse me, the bank people here. Today's young bank people. I, I go to the bank and or to bank meetings and I'm just looking at them. Maybe it's because of the, uh, my profession. I look at them and I'm, they are all constricted and restricted and like that. So, you know, and, you know, they, they are more focused on how to walk about and have compliments than, and, it's too much. It's too much. Am I lying? Uh, and what effect does it have on the men? You don't see. Maybe you don't see. Maybe you are married. You are wearing blinkers. You don't see, but those who see, see. But you see, you don't know temptation if it's not placed or dangled in front of you. That is the other side of it. You, 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 you don't expect to see those things at work. So your mind is not on that. But when it comes every day and it's going, ah, one day you sit and begin to look and begin to salivate. <laughs> and the desire will set in. And before you know, you are in trouble. And this woman will take you to court and sue you for harassment. Because she needs the money for that other shoe, pair of shoes. <laughs> you know? So let's, let's, let's not tempt uh, men too much. In conclusion, eat well. Balance diet. Sleep well. 30 minutes exercise. Walk about your house a day for that you know, circulation to kick in. Manage your stress. Don't allow things to stress you out. Have time, quality time for home. You know, planning is everything. As you are planning your wardrobe, you are planning your business week and your business day. You have 24 hours. Eight of that is for your rest. Take that. So if you sleep five hours, you have three more resting hours to do. Find time for that, even if it's power naps you take. You make, take the eight hours out of the 24 hours for your rest time. Okay, but try and sleep at least seven to eight hours a night. Try. It means you must leave work when you must leave work. Get home when you must get home. It's all part of the balance. So have quality time with the family. Otherwise, you will be procrastinating so many things. It would affect your family. It would affect you. It would affect all that you do. And work done will be zero. So make time for everything. Find time for everything. And plan your life. Okay? Only you can define your personal style. Others can advise, coach, and influence. But you have to define who you are and stay true to it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email 
albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-9900. You may also subscribe to amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,